the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It is uh, too easy to pair what happened yesterday in a Manhattan courtroom with the stormy weather that we have to deal with in central Ohio today. Too easy, but I will do it as I welcome you to a Wednesday edition of the Bruce Hooley Show. Yeah, the storm clouds uh, are threatening, literally, today in central Ohio, and they are, of course, figuratively looming. Uh, But they have been looming for a long time uh, regarding our country. It was not until yesterday, until the aftermath of Donald Trump's arraignment and the analysis I listened to afterward, that I realized uh, just how long it's taken me, maybe you too, to realize the degree to which uh, the left has, in some respects, weaponized the law and in other respects, flouted the law to cudgel those of us who oppose them politically into obedience. Uh, We will go through that today. But first, I do need to warn you about the uh, impact of the weather today. It's uh, mildly amusing to me. Uh, We have a new pastor at our uh, church. And uh, he comes from South Carolina, where I gather they don't deal with tornadoes very often. And I know he was up a couple weeks ago when it was a little bit cold in the area. Just a little bit cold. Like, not real cold. Just cold enough that, you know, you wouldn't want to be outside for maybe more than 20 minutes or you'd get really cold. And he was remarking about how cold it is. Is it always this cold? And I was like, wow, Mike, it gets a lot colder than this. Uh, and he, nor- he used to live in New Jersey, so I figured he would, you know, no cold. Uh, but yesterday we're supposed to meet for dinner tonight. And I said, you know, let's make sure we find a place where we can take cover from the tornado. And I'm like, was kind of kidding. And I could tell from the panic text I received in return that the prospect of a tornado is, uh, is as distasteful to him as the coldness of the weather. So Alan, should we, should we do a tornado quiz or a weather quiz to apprise our listeners in the Dayton area and the Columbus area of, what the difference is between a watch and a warning and all the different things that they need to do, or you figure they're all only if they're four years veteran old. Ohio weather watchers and they don't need to worry about it. <laughs> only if they're four years old. Yeah, I mean, I remember I remember the, 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 the awful, horrible day of the Xenia tornado. Do you remember that? You were oh, like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah and it was I, horrible. I remember my hometown getting devastated by an F-23 Cartington, Ohio, 1981. Look yeah, it up. It we, don't mean to d- we don't mean to minimize it. Uh, it's just that, you know, this is fairly common. To have the forecast of storms. We're not... This time of year. We're not Oklahoma. We're not Arkansas. We're not Alabama. We're not the places that get it like a lot, but it's very possible that it happens here. So be aware today. This is what caught my eye in the National Weather Service write-up of the storms today. There will be two rounds of storms with the first round moving through between two and five and the second between five and nine. Do you see what caught my eye in there? Why have two? 
Yeah, that's one, isn't it? Like between two and five and five and nine. Like, why don't you just say between two and nine? Well, tornadoes have to shift change. I they guess. Have, they have to, you know, they're on a clock. Yeah, so from two to nine, the primary threat of stronger storms will be within the second round. However, severe weather is also possible within the first. Okay, yeah. Can so, I, did they mention anything about how many people will be affected? They did not. Because until... They did. I don't ever remember when I was growing up, we're going to have 5 billion people. Yeah. You know, they, they do that. It's a scare tactic. That's probably the National Weather Service on the phone right there telling us not to be so jocular about the weather. Uh, I, I just am glad that I didn't pick up my sticks after the 50 and 60 mile an hour winds on Saturday because I would be picking them up again tomorrow. Uh, severe weather threat will wrap after 10 p.m. The winds will calm down overnight. Uh, and just in case you don't know, a watch means conditions are conducive to severe weather. If you hear warning, that means that the severe weather is actually happening somewhere and could be coming to where you are. So watch, bad, warning, worse. That's uh, how I remember it. Okay, let's get to Donald Trump. 27-minute uh, speech last night, Miralago. I thought Trump looked understandably, I don't know about exhausted, but but tired. Um, I thought his speech was um, reflective of someone who is uh, trying hard to bear up under the clearly partisan attacks to which he is being subjected. And I was surprised that he was not quite as polished and and energized as I anticipated that he would be. But Look, uh, this is a guy who has for his entire life existed on the fringes of behavior that some people found uh, objectionable, some people found criminal, and some people adored. Uh, He's been a public figure for decades, and I will always say he's the second best president in terms of policy of my lifetime. I hope that I have somebody who's better, but as long as the Democrats have access to the White House, that's not a possibility. I do think now, as I've rethought the Trump ascent in the polls in the aftermath of his indictment, that I overstated initially in saying that there is no way he can win. You know what made me realize that I was wrong in saying there's no way he could win the presidency? Is that John Kasich is saying there's no way Trump can win the presidency. And if I'm in agreement with John Kasich, then I know I'm wrong. Then I know I'm wrong. Because that's just a part of why I say I'm wrong. Because yesterday, what did I say? That time brings things to the fore that we cannot anticipate or fully grasp the impact of. It's very easy for Johnny Kasich to say, oh, well, there's just too much with Donald Trump. He's just been indicted, and he's been, he's investigated, and there's just too much water in the boat, and it's spilling over the edges, and it's going to make the Donald Trump, the good ship Donald Trump, sink. Well, that's Nancy Pelosi's view, that Donald Trump, just the mere fact that he's being investigated means that he's guilty and he has to prove his innocence. No. At least, I hope, we still exist in a country where you have to be proven guilty, although I'm less and less sure of that every day. 
given the way Democrats steward the law, which is to say, bend it, shape it, and mold it into a sledgehammer to club us conservatives over the head with it. But I do think that time could bring a whole host of factors into the political world that might leave us all dancing in joy on election night 2024 when Joe Biden could be voted out of office. What are some of those factors? Well, a recession won't help Joe Biden. High gas prices won't help Joe Biden. Uh, An escalation of um, aggression in Taiwan won't help Joe Biden. A terror attack in the U.S., and that's always a possibility, never more so than when we have scores and scores and scores of people we can't identify or catch teaming across our border. That won't help Joe Biden. Certain celebrity deaths. What if somebody who's a politician, a popular politician, or somebody, uh, what if just a very sympathetic story occurs and that person is the victim of a fentanyl overdose, something that they took harmlessly. They thought it was aspirin. They thought it was, you know, something not at all addictive, and it killed them, and it's a fentanyl overdose. That won't help Joe Biden. What if Joe Biden happens to just stumble, literally or figuratively, physically or verbally, freeze in the headlights of the hot glare of a presidential debate or grossly misspeak, or as I firmly believe, the governor on his inner held racism, the governor fails and he says something that he believes, but he's been careful to say, and this time the media can't hide it because there's lots of instances where Joe Biden has said something utterly unequivocally horrifically racist, and he's been given a pass for it. But if it happens under the hot glare of a presidential debate, ah, then it can't be hidden. Then it can't be hidden. So I think there are a lot of factors that could develop that could elevate Donald Trump. Because let's say Joe Biden physically looks, as he is, frail and mentally compromised. The prospect of the presidency passing to Kamala Harris Ooh, that might frighten people into either staying away from the polls or voting for Donald Trump. So I think there are ways that Donald Trump can overcome this and become the quintessential political comeback kid. Wouldn't that be ironic if in his first ascendance to the presidency, Donald Trump beat Hillary Clinton and in his second ascendancy to the presidency, He stole the moniker, the comeback kid, from Bill Clinton. So Alvin Bragg, the district attorney of New York yesterday, said he had to bring this case against Donald Trump, a 34-count indictment, uh, because, and I quote, we cannot and will not normalize serious criminal conduct. Okay. Well, in today's edition of the New York Post, I didn't even have to go to Google or to DuckDuckGo 
in today's edition of the New York Post, the same city where Alvin Bragg said yesterday, we cannot and will not normalize serious criminal conduct. Here's the story. Sex fiend gets sweet deal from Manhattan DA Bragg on teen rape charge, then attacks five others. Uh, The details of this concern uh, an individual by the name of Justin Washington, 25 years old, who was promised a 30-day jail sentence and five years probation after he agreed to plead down a charge of rape to coercion. Now, this is common in Alvin Bragg's New York, where he has pleaded down 51% of felony cases to misdemeanors and then has gotten convictions on only 50% of those cases. So if you're doing the math, that's 25% conviction rate for crimes originally charged as felonies under Alvin Bragg's hmm, stewardship. So Justin Washington, 25, was accused of raping someone. Alvin Bragg allowed him to plead it down to coercion. He got a 30-day jail sentence and five years probation. But, as Paul Harvey would say, here's the rest of the story. Just a week before Mr. Washington was to be sentenced, he went on a crime spree in which he attacked four women and a man near the homeless shelter where he was living in the Bronx. Yowza. This is the guy who's going to stand up for the uh, rule of law and prosecute Donald Trump. The original charges against uh, Mr. Washington could have locked him up for 25 years if he had been convicted on that crime. Now he has committed five more crimes, including four more sex crimes. Uh, Of course, Alvin Bragg's spokesman defended the plea deal originally offered to Mr. Washington. Our experienced sex crimes prosecutors conducted a thorough investigation, and we were in regular contact with the survivor's family throughout the case. Based on the evidence, we determined that this was an appropriate plea to spare the young survivor of having to testify while holding Mr. Washington accountable for his conduct. Ah, I see. Well, now there are four other people who have been sexually assaulted or raped by Mr. Washington who will, uh, I hope, not be spared the uh, task of testifying because they got to put this creep behind bars for a long time. But probably that won't happen in New York. So what did I think of Trump's speech last night? Here's a portion of it. Here is Donald Trump last night. Uh, again, and I thought he sounded tired, but I understand why he would be tired because this whole political persecution slash prosecution would be exceedingly tiresome. There's no case. They kept saying, there's no case. (laughs) Virtually everyone, and this is where we are right now. I have a Trump-hating judge with a Trump-hating wife and family whose daughter worked for Kamala Harris and now receives money from the Biden-Harris campaign. Okay. I'll give him a day to do that. And I understand the temptation to continue to do that. But if you're Donald Trump, the best revenge is winning the presidency in 2024. So how can he take what he cannot stop, which is this political persecution, and turn it to his advantage? This will be... Perhaps it will be the greatest political challenge of his life. 
because his nature, and one of the reasons why people love him, and one of the reasons why people applauded last night was because he was in attack mode against the people who are persecuting him. And they deserve it. They deserve it. They definitely deserve it. They've earned it. They got it coming to them. But this will not allow Donald Trump to win. This will not allow Donald Trump to win the White House, which is the best revenge. He can win in court. That's not the best revenge. The best revenge is becoming president again. So how can he, in the midst of this political persecution, become president again? He has to have the, here's the word that he's never been able to exercise, discipline. He has to have the discipline to stop referring to these people and this situation as people who hate Trump and portray them for what they truly are, which is people who hate America. People who hate the foundational values of America that protect you and me from the kind of persecution Donald Trump is undergoing. See, he was not wrong in 2016 when he said, they hate me because they hate you. They do hate you, and they hate me. And if the Democrats win the White House again because of the deplorable uh, nature of executive orders and presence of the deep state and political appointees, even if Republicans win the Senate and the House, there will be a limited check on Democratic power. A limited check. We have checks and balances, theoretically, in our government, but you and I both know that Joe Biden has gotten away with a ton that even if we had a Republican Senate and a Republican House, they could not stop him. Rent moratorium. Student loan forgiveness. Um, all kinds of other things that he does in direct conflict with the rule of law. His Justice Department targeting pro-life people, not having any remote interest in prosecuting crimes against Pregnancy decision health centers and pro-life centers. Not having any interest. Targeting school board meetings only when conservative parents are there to speak out. Prosecuting January 6th rioters and not BLM and Antifa rioters. These are all things that even if you had both houses of Congress, you could not stop because the power of the presidency is Really, really, really difficult to overcome. That is why Trump needs to become president. Or a Republican, but right now he's leading the polls. And I do think that the insurmountability of his lead is overstated. I think other people getting into the race and the time that will lag between this indictment and the red-hot anger that accompanies it will abate somewhat. But he has to have the discipline to make this about people who hate America, not about people who hate him. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.